we could always pause the show during this coronavirus epidemic. <laughs> we, yeah, we could say for See the next August. four weeks. Yeah. And, oh, no, no, no. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Uh, what we need everybody to do right now is look at their license plate. And everybody who's uh, licensed uh, the first number, if it's odd, you can only listen to the show on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. If it's even, you can only listen on, on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So we just want to make sure not too many people are congregating around their iPhones listening to the show all at once. So we want to even this out. <laughs> This is episode 331 on March 12th, 2020. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. How are you guys? How are you guys doing? Uh, thanks for you know uh, taking the reins last week. Uh, last episode, I was indisposed of, and uh, so I appreciate you guys going on without me. How are you guys doing? Very well. It's good. I am uh, getting over a cold. If you if it sounds like my voice is weird, it's because it is. Not just because of uh, the cold, because I am weird, but that's different. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's you know, it's one thing to be sick; it's another thing to be sick when there's a pandemic. So, you know, I try to stay out of the uh, view of the public, so I don't freak people out. But you know, I have a cold. I have a different type of virus. I don't have the coronavirus. <laughs> so that's good yeah um so in in you know in light of everything we thought we'd kind of uh keep things a little light around here and uh you know kind of goof around and have some fun talk about what we've been up to and then do a post pick of the week and kind of you know kind of keep it simple so that uh you know um we we can just have some fun. So uh, let's uh, let's do this. Let's go around the room and see what people have been up to. Let's start with you, uh, Dave. What have you been up to? Sure, um, a little bit of photography. Um, and as Ruth would groan as I would say this, uh, I did have a race last weekend that was not canceled. Um, if it was this weekend, it would be questionable. Uh, but it was a kiss me. I'm a runner race. <laughs> that wouldn't so work it was this Patrick's weekend. Day and they really, they, they wanted people to dress up in your favorite green. Um, and th this, I give lots of credit for the group. It's, it's actually a Cleveland group, which kind of digs at you living in Pittsburgh. A Cleveland group actually does the timing and the, um, the organizing behind some races in Pittsburgh. Um, it's uh, it's like it was a Greater Cleveland Cross Country, so CG um, or GCXC or their initials. And they do not only do they do a good job of organizing, but they have a dedicated photographer with the group who takes photos at the start line. Um, in this case, the start and finish line were the same place. 
uh, start line, finish line, occasionally someone who's like mid-course. And they post high-resolution photos uh, for free without watermarks <laughs> on the app. Really? Uh, on the uh, tracking app they use the time. Oh, they're selling your information so you can have free photos. That's awesome. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, you know what? Oh. Okay. But honestly, compared to having to deal with, and I think Marathon Photos, the bigger company that sure. gets done, um, having low quality with watermarks all over it, unless you want to pay not quite wedding photography prices, but pretty darn close uh yeah. having a high quality one you can say here it just has a couple logos on the side that kind of act as a nice frame you're like wow that's yay positive and you know they actually you don't even have to do a screenshot to download it there's a nice download button nice. and you can download the full quality the only problem um and this past saturday when the race happened was it was cold and windy so I think temperatures were in the upper 20s, and we had like a 10 to 15 mile an hour wind going. Mm. Um, but it was half sunny, half not sunny. Ooh. And the photos of me going across the finish line, they were nice and crisp, but they were really dark. Yeah. Um, I mean, almost to the point of you could barely see what was going on. It was like it was completely underexposed. You, you couldn't... Um... You couldn't pull out any detail? Well, that's the thing. That, that's why I wanted to get to was the photo itself unedited from their end, which I understand you can't edit, is especially like they, act, they actually got three photos of me as I was coming towards and going across the finish line. There were 400 people at the race, so you figure yeah. between the start line photos and those photos, they took 2,000-plus photos. So – he probably not only didn't have the time or effort, especially since oh, you know, no. there wasn't yeah. an additional charge for the photo. Right. It's like, hey, here's a photo I took. Boom. It's a click and dump. Uh, run it through. Run it. Run it through a uh, program to put the logo on there. Yeah. Pretty much that's it. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, I was able to. I'm trying to remember. I tried a couple different programs on the iPhone to try to fix the photo and make it um, usable where I could at least post it online and go, hey, look at the goofy outfit I had on. Um, because that's half the fun with some of these smaller races. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, I used Polar. And okay. it seemed to have the best luck. Nice. And it, not only little color correcting, but more of just trying to bring it up without blowing anything out. Mm -hmm. And it did a pretty good job. It got to the point where it went from a photo I really couldn't show to a photo I had no problem posting, and uh, especially the one where it was clo me closer to the line. Mm -hmm. um, you could see a little more detail with me. So that was really good. And, it, and honestly, they do a good job also with... Um, posting like pre-race photos and like i said when you're going across the start line they the guy's just there taking photo taking photo taking photo taking photo um not sure what he has i know it's a dslr just looking at it but i'm not sure you know what type of camera it is yeah uh, but he, i think he there's literally like five six hundred photos of you know just as people are going across the start line so you can see everyone's they're going yeah uh, and they post those on Facebook at no, again, no cost, no 
watermark or anything for downloading. So, but you know, just the fact is like, well, here's a photo that someone else took right. and I wanted to fix it. Yeah. So I was able to fix it with what I normally use on my iPhone, you which, know, I, which was nice. I, I'm, I'm trying not to be a jerk, but you know, <laughs> I keep thinking, you know, as you run across the line, you just yell at the photographer, Hey man, your camera takes great photos and then keep on running, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Uh, hey man, you should be a photographer. Yeah, you should be a photographer, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, I I can't imagine. I I've done events, and you know, like when I when I worked for the phone company, you know, I would go through and I'd use my DSLR, you know, taking pictures, trying to make sure that you know, most of the time you can't help with what the sun and the is doing because it you know especially if you're in amongst trees or you have some hard shadows it's difficult um and then you know you kind of put the dslr down and pull out your iphone and and start shooting and you're like okay this is a little bit easier you know but mm-hmm. even you know you can you can get a lot of great images and it, and then there's those ones you're like oh i don't think i can use that but you don't realize how much detail is still in uh say a jpeg because i can't imagine him shooting that all in raw that just yeah. oh that's a lot of work but even still there's a lot of detail in jpeg to be able to pull out especially with the with the apps that we have today yeah, it, 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 that's one thing. It's kind of amazing the, especially like I go, I, I only have the free version of the Polar app. I didn't pay for it, but just the free version, just using their editing tools, mm-hmm. were is pretty amazing what you can pull out of it and get out of it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, versus where, you know, ten years ago, if you wanted to do adjustments, oh, I need to have, you know, a high end pay lots of money, learn this very complicated, you know, way to fix this and tweak this and deal with this. And, oh, it's too complicated for me or my computer can't handle it versus, oh, I can just do this on my phone right here as I'm <laughs> right fixing it right now. So, yeah, that it's just something it's like the skills that we kind of pick up editing our own photos, being able to when we're on the other end sometimes say, yeah, that's a great photo and I'm glad you're there and I, I'm, I'm thankful for the effort you're putting in, but I'm going to take that and tweak it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, Give it the tender loving care that, my, that the other photographer couldn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, also just like I said, I know it's since I'm, I'm sure he was paid. Um, but since we got the photos for free, I never complain about someone putting, you know, that much effort and getting making sure everyone gets a photo of themselves. Right. Because that especially like I said, it was it was cold. It was windy. The wind chill had to be in the lower 20s or upper teens. Ooh. And they're out there standing still. Right. In that, So, yeah, uh, complete appreciation for what the person's doing and. Now, whether my next race in two weeks actually happens or not, right? Um, we're we're not sure if it's going to get canceled or not. Yeah. So we'll see there, but yeah. So it, like I said, just something where you can. It's just kind of nice to be able to use like, oh, there's something. Oh, I can fix it for myself, 
and I can make it a lot better. The Charmin and that's pretty bad. That was that was kind of the <laughs> highlight of the week for me. Nice. Um, Greg, what have you been up to? Well, uh, there hasn't been too many opportunities for photos around here. Just, you know, we had a pile of snow there about a week and a half ago. And then, of course, it got mild and it starts to melt and then it starts to look ugly again. And um, when that snow fell, I was in the middle of a, or it actually just began a, a block of day shifts. So I couldn't get out to take pictures of the, of the you know, the nice scenery that it made. But then uh, it got really cold, and I don't know. I I, I kind of drove around looking for stuff one day, but I just couldn't really find anything that that stood out to me. But so what I thought I would do is, um, and I'm just kind of getting started on this. Is I'm going to do a, a comparison of a bunch of well, I don't know how many now, but maybe five or six different apps that shoot raw and try to figure out what sets them apart from each other. And, you know, w- w- with Halide, it has Smart Raw. And I checked it compared when compared to the, like I shot Raw and JPEG. So I checked the Raw file to the JPEG to see why one would want to shoot Raw. And when I... I took a photo of this, uh, of a light post at night. And when I zoomed in as close as I could on one part, like where the, um, where the, uh, uh, light was on the post and, and the electrical wires, the JPEG, which was heavily processed, obviously with all the, you know, magic sauce that Apple uses, it was dark and murky and blurry the raw part, the raw image, bef- before I processed it, you could actually see the thin wire and you could see a lot of detail in the image, even though it was very, very noisy. It was like full of noise. Um, but you could really get a lot of detail out of that image. So I thought, gee, I wonder, like, that's what Halide has to offer, or, or, you know, among others. But so I thought, I wonder what these other camera apps you know, have to break about what are they, what sets them apart from everything else? You know, why would one want to use those apps? So I'm going to try to run them through the mill and try a bunch of different photo scenarios and, and do some pixel peeping and, and see what I can come up with. Nice. For some, some kind of a post that would, uh, you know, maybe help people decide like, Generally, these apps are going to cost you a few bucks. So, sure. if um, you know if a certain app has a certain feature that you like, maybe that's the one you want to buy. So, uh, I have I don't know how many. I'm ashamed to say I don't know how many camera apps, but there's so many that shoot raw now, and um, you know I, I just want to test them out. Yeah. And see where it goes. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm curious to see, you know, especially, uh, you know, especially the the amount of detail you can get in RAW. And, you know, and are you going to also use the Apple uh, high, um, what's it called? 
Oh, the the high efficiency yeah. format. Yeah. Um, I'm probably just gonna. I'll probably, if I can, I'll probably shoot them all in RAW and JPEG. Okay. I think I'll avoid using the uh, hifi hifi format, it's called. Yeah, the hike or whatever it is, or hif or heif. Hifi. Um, just because the JPEG is going to be more uh, compatible for everybody to view it, right? Than the uh, than the heif will. So just try to keep it on a on a little more level playing field that way. Uh, now, as far as processing goes, because I'm going to have to process these raw images in order for anybody to even see them. Yeah, I haven't quite figured that one out yet. Um, I may do them on my Mac as okay. opposed to doing them on the iPhone because I have um, I have Affinity Photo and it's got a pretty good raw editor in it. It's, I mean, it's the closest thing I could ever see to Photoshop. So, I'm I mean, I'm not going to process the heck out of these images i'm just gonna um you know i may end up just saying okay bang develop it and then you know right. produce it the way it is right but if i you know if i make a stupid mistake where i overexpose it really bad and i need to bring back some detail i'll do that too but uh, i'm gonna try to shoot them as uh close to like an auto setting as i can Without the, uh, you know, without playing with the uh, exposure values or anything like that, um, just to try to keep everything on an even keel as much yeah. as I can. Good. Um, yeah. So, how how's your uh, how's your interviews going? Not too bad. Um, I did uh, a lady from Michigan last week, Jory uh, Raynan. Um, I I. I I had to apologize to her because I butchered her name oh. when she got post pick a, a while ago, like a year or two ago. Uh, it's spelled R E I J O N O N or O N E N. That's how her last name is spelled. So I was saying Rajanin or, yes. or something like this. <laughs> she says it's raining, just like raining. It's raining out. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. That's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And but her, and her first name. I said Yori because I thought the J was pronounced with a, with a Y. I don't know. I just, but it's Jory. I, I just, I just butch, butchered it, and she yeah. said, "Oh no, that that one spelled sounds just like it's spelled <laughs> Jory." <laughs> so her name is Jory Rain, and so it was a good interview. She um, uh, considers herself a, a fairly um, amateur photographer, but. But she's doing some really nice stuff. She she really likes taking pictures of flowers and stuff. So, you know, we talked touched on how spring coming up is is going to be a, a busy time for her. And yeah, and uh, but yeah, she does some nice stuff. So very cool. And I'm going to be hitting you guys up. I got you and Dave to do yet. Woohoo! Yeah, I need to listen to, to, to I need all the tiny shutter guys in. Yeah, I need to listen to Matt's. I haven't listened to Matt's episode yet. So. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Matt, Matt, how are you doing? What what have you been up to? Uh, I'm doing okay. Um, as far as what I've been up to, not a whole lot in the world of iPhone photography. I've been, um, well, I don't know, doing a little bit of stuff here and there, I guess. A lot of... Uh, um, 
uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. A lot of uh, the uh, long exposure stuff with like slow shutter cam and specter. Um, I've done a few other like landscape photography uh, things. And um, I guess the big thing was uh, the, the local photo contest. Oh, um, yes. Here. Yeah. So I had a few pictures in that that did okay. I got a, uh, first place in the, um, the landscape category. Nice. Uh, and that was a, f- a photo that was, uh, taken with the iPhone and totally edited on the iPhone. Um, I got a second place in the seasons category and that was another, uh, iPhone shot. Um, actually that one, I think it's kind of cool because it was, um, shot during like a, a little snow squall a couple months back and it was just um a spur of the moment it started snowing like crazy and i was close by um you know a relatively scenic area and i just drove to a spot and like ran down a trail a little ways um like basically in my you know, business casual work clothes and, and dress shoes. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and snapped this picture and then ran back up the trail to my car and, you know, went back to work or whatever. So that was, got that was second cool. place. And then I got a, an honorable mention in the wild plants category. And that uh, picture was taken with the, um, Oh, uh, the DXO, one camera that that little camera that I talk about all the time um so yeah not not too shabby I guess in the photo contest I, I'm just always psyched like when um you know I could put pictures from the iPhone in, in this contest and and they do well against yeah. you know everybody else's DSLR pictures well you know I have to say something that you know to most people it would be like duh but you know, it is something that I think a lot of us don't do is that I have to commend you for actually putting your photos out there to be judged because I think a lot of us can actually go and participate, but we don't either like in my case, I'm lazy or you may be scared about putting your stuff out there. But if you don't put yourself yourself out there, you're going to lose 100% of the time. And uh, I have to say, you know, I, I commend you for, for actually going and doing that and participating because, you know, it, it, your work's really good. And it's also nice to see you, you know, achieve those awards for the work that you did. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a, a learning experience. Um, you know, like I had another uh, another photo that I had entered in the seasons category, um, which in my opinion was a, a decent picture. It's really awesome little cascade and uh, just like blazing fall colors. And it um, had, you know, a lot of good color and a lot of leading lines and everything, but, it, you know, it didn't win anything. And, you know, kind of seeing it, in that setting, you know, up on the wall with a whole bunch of other pictures around it, I was like, okay, I, I could, I get it. I can see why this didn't get a ribbon. The picture's way too warm. 
Like the whole thing is too yellow. And for some reason I didn't see that, Uh but now I see it. Um, and then I had another photo, um, which was also taken with the iPhone. It was a, a macro shot of a, um, a dragonfly. Yeah. And, um, that that actually that category just has like stiff competition is basically uh-huh. what it came down to. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it, I thought that the the photo that I took was strong, um, maybe a little bit boring on the composition, but um, you know, I was actually surprised like just how awesome it looked. Though I mean, I shot it with the macro mode in Camera Plus two, and you know, made an eight by 10 print of it. And like the detail and everything was just out of control. It looks so awesome. Um, so, I mean, I'm disappointed that that didn't win a ribbon, but, um, the, I guess what I, my takeaway from that was that, um, you know, I could use camera plus twos macro mode and still get a photo that I could print to at least eight by 10, maybe even bigger. And it's nice. going to look amazing. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's been kind of a bunch of other photography. I've been, I've been um, running around when I have the chance just locally here to some little places and shooting a lot with the, the filmic first light um, app. I just, um, I've shot with it a bunch now, but I still don't feel like I really uh, am connecting with it like the way I have with with uh, Halide. Um, so I don't know. I'm still trying to give that like its fair shake. So I'm still doing a lot with that. And then, um, you know, I've been shooting with my other cameras too. I mean, I went out. Um, I don't know, one one day over the, the weekend, probably Sunday, and uh, um, you know, I had my iPhone with me, I had my DXO1 with me, and I had my Sony camera with me, and I just ended up shooting with the Sony camera the, in, the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why, but it just felt like that was the camera I needed to shoot with, and I just had the other stuff in my pocket the whole time and just didn't feel like I wanted to take it out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, and, and I'm going to have opportunities coming up here real soon to do more photography. And, um, it's kind of high on my agenda for this year to do a lot more than I was doing last year. That's cool. Yeah. I, yeah, I haven't um I haven't gotten out uh to do a lot of shooting lately, but I have been doing more video. And I've mentioned this over the last few episodes that I've been on. Um I I really like the Filmic Pro app. It is a high quality video app that is just really easy. Um I'll 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 say this when when an app makes it easy to choose which microphone you want to use that is a huge plus especially because a lot of times when you're recording you don't know what it sounds like you don't know what you're um what you're getting and you can wear some external headphones like bluetooth headphones and you can hear you can you can go through and choose either 
the front microphone, the back mac or bottom um, microphone, even the Bluetooth microphone, and you can physically hear the difference in sound when uh, when you you flip through them. I, I I'm learning more and more as I go along. The first set of videos that we did, I think we did four or five of them, and I can remember going back and watching and listening and hearing things that I couldn't hear without monitoring. So I had to figure out, okay, how am I going to monitor the next five videos? And uh, so what I ended up doing was getting a in-ear and listening to the audio as it was being recorded. And it was good because there were some times that the batteries were going low on the on the lavalier mic and it was starting to introduce crackling or even um, gaps in the audio and so then I would stop and say all right let me change the batteries and it would clear up you know just stuff like that as I'm going along I'm starting to understand you know what can go wrong and and then also what to look for what how to set up and it's becoming easier and easier. I was actually thinking that I could even pull out my 60D, 60, I'm sorry, my 6D, and start doing some video with that. I'm not there yet. But the the iPhone, um, the portability, the, the ease of the app when it comes to Filmic, and all that has been a huge learning curve but it's also been very forgiving in me being able to say i can do this and be able to go and um and do more and step outside of my comfort zone so i have to say it's it's been a lot of fun and i'm curious to see what i'll end up doing as i progress and start uh doing things i'm using iMovie to edit and at first it wasn't very intuitive but then I started to figure things out and now it's like I can throw what I do is I'll for one video I'll just continuously roll for about 15 minutes and then I'll pull that single clip into iMovie and I can uh, split the video cut it up and then delete the stuff I don't want I can add pictures on top of of the the video with the audio still rolling i can put do picture in picture i can you know i can you know cut to something else if i wanted to put it in there there it, it's it's really um a good app it's probably not the best app but for what i'm doing it does very good um so it's you know it's the stuff that's already on my phone or you know apps that I put on my phone that I haven't used I'm starting to use and I feel better about it but there's so much power there's so much stuff that we can do uh, with these iPhones that you know it's just it's untapped potential that's sitting in our pocket just like that five hour video that Mark sent us. <laughs> um <laughs> well it's it sounds like you're becoming quite the uh video professional and 
Um, that's good because uh, at least one of us should be. Yeah, well, I mean, Mark's good at video. He's good about being in front of the video, too. I'm not sure, there. but he's not on the podcast. That's true. To talk about <laughs> it. Um, but no, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I am. Eventually, I will probably move in front of the camera. I, 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 I foresee it at some point that I, I may have to. But I'm much more comfortable behind the camera and being able to kind of direct and then do the technical side of it. Like, um, it's, you know, it's something that I can see myself, you know, really growing into. And here's the other thing. My son want, you know, my son is, is one that he, he says, yeah, I want to do this or I want to be a director. I want to make movies. And I'm like, okay, that's cool, son. And so, you know, he'll sit in his room and he'll, he'll take pictures of his, um, Legos and do little storyboards. And uh, I walked in. He's like, "Yeah, Dad, I'm doing Roblox and I'm I'm doing stop motion." I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." You know, who knows? Uh, eventually, he could just at some point get an iPhone and just start making his own movies. You know, it's just why not? Go for it, son. Let's see what you can what you can do. But you don't have to go out and buy a camera. You don't have to buy all this fancy equipment. You don't have to do all that stuff, you could just say, hey, go run with this. See what you can do and let their creativity take hold. You know, you never know. But, uh, but yeah, <laughs> I forget what the other thing was. I, I want to say it was like anticlimactic and uh, or I, I want to make movies like, <laughs> okay, son. <laughs> oh, that's right. cool, man. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, needless to say, I'm 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 excited. Uh, uh, it's going to be something that I'm still growing into and see where it goes. The other thing that's uh, that's going to happen is next month I'm planning on doing a um, like a a portrait. Oh, is going to be portrait? It's, it's going to be a smartphone class at my church with a creative group. Everybody has a smartphone. I'm going to set up some lights, maybe uh, have somebody come in and, you know, just get creative on how you can take pictures with your iPhone and uh, make it fun and easy and, um, you know, just have, have a way of being able to take what I love and, you know, pass it to other people and see what they can do with it. So that, that's in April. So we'll see. We'll see what we'll see how that goes. Yeah, hopefully you'll be allowed to do that. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. All right. You may have to do it online. (coughs) Well, yeah, it's just I don't know. I'm I'm not there at I'm not there yet. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, coronavirus. Gotcha. Yeah. (laughs) All right, everybody. Uh, go find a family member and stick them up close to the wall. Grab a single light. Let's do some photography. Yeah. Um, <laughs> coronavirus, bringing families closer together. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Dave, did you, uh, did you already mention the thing that you wanted to mention? I did, yeah. Okay, good. Yep. All right. Well, let me go ahead and pull this up and uh we're gonna move into our post pick of the week 
All right. Um, Matt, since uh, you picked the picture, why don't you go ahead and set us up? All righty. So we had um, a couple week challenge here. The topic of the challenge was single tint, um, which basically we were looking for a uh, not necessarily a single color, but a, a picture that had, you know, um, a tint or kind of a, a color cast across it. Um, so I, I know this was kind of a, a difficult challenge, but nevertheless, we still had a bunch of entries, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, a lot of great pictures, but ultimately we decided on a on a photo from David Steinberg. Um, he had this photo of some sort of flower. I don't know if that's a rose, but in any case, a flower like a rose in this thin, clear uh, glass vase. And it looks to be sitting on a table. And it's kind of like a black and white picture but it's got a bluish green tint to it. Um, but it's not a uniform tint. It, it kind of, uh, it's kind of weird how it plays with the, uh, the tones of the image. It, it, it has these different intensities of blue and green. Um, and there's like some defined highlights in the vase. And there's uh, also kind of a weird, I'm not sure, almost like a, like a partial reflection. Like he was almost shooting this through a, a window or something. I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it, it adds a lot of intrigue, uh, to the photo. But, um, you know, it's actually like a really nice still life picture. Um, it's got really good, like shallow depth of field. Um, so I'm, I'm guessing perhaps this was a, a portrait mode picture, and um, I think that actually adds a lot to the shot as well. It really isolates the subject and, you know, it just makes everything stand out and pop a whole lot more. And I, I just thought this was, uh, it was definitely my favorite. And I just think it's really well done. What do you think, Dave? There we go. Get myself unmuted. No, I, I agreed. It's, I I can't tell if it was an after effect they did or shooting through glass, like you said. Um, it's just a, it's it, I like the tone to it. It's not completely uh, that bluish tone. It's just it's almost like almost like a gel look almost to it. Just because there's some parts where there's it's mostly white and the different shading on it. Um, I thought it just turned out really nice too. Yeah. Cool. Greg, what do you think about it? I, I like the composition. Uh, even though the vase is pretty much centered in the image, uh, the the flower is off to the the right, you know, like kind of leaning out the top of the vase, and then there, there's leaves that kind of go out the other way and cover in the center and whatnot. But I do like the tones. Um, you know, they're like a... a greenish blue with there's a lot of gray in there so it's you know it, it almost makes me think that it was a black and white 
that he, you know, maybe added another color to or something. I'm not sure how he did this. I'd love to know. Um, but there's so many layers to it with all the reflections that are in this. Like, uh, um, it almost looks like in uh, in the tabletop. It looks like there's a, a possibly a a fence reflected into it, or either that, or it's like a a, a bamboo or wicker type of uh, material that goes out down around the other side of the table. It's so hard to tell. Uh, it's such a mysterious photo, and I just I'm not on Facebook, so I can't get anything from the description of it or anything but boy oh boy i'd like to know how he did this it's a really cool shot yeah my my thoughts exactly um joe you got any anything to say about this one sure i really like it it's you know i love the contrast of how elegant and straight the 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 vase is uh compared to the flower that's not so much elegant and straight as much as it's the opposite so it kind of um it kind of has that little bit of tension there um i do like the color and um like you guys said the the reflections and the artifacts that are in there to you know contrast what uh what looks like solid versus something that is a um that is see-through and mysterious so it is a it is a awesome image, and that is why we have chosen it as our post pick of the week. If you'd like, so congratulations, David, uh, on being our post pick of the week. If you'd like to be chosen as post pick of the week, you have two options. You can do what David did and go on our Facebook group and choose uh, and uh, add an image or two or three. Be be careful um, <laughs> uh, to our weekly photo challenge and uh for the two weeks that it's up you have plenty of time to look see what people are doing come up with some ideas and add your image the other way is to go on instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter so when you post your images on instagram put tiny shutter on there and it can be chose chosen as post pick of the week all right so um do we have our next weekly photo challenge uh, already picked out, or is this a on-the-air discussion? I was going to say quarantine, but, you know, I, I should be a little bit more sensitive. So, but, you know, let's go yeah. ahead. Well, I would say especially since this is going to run for a whole month, um, it, we don't know what's coming up. I know we we may have to cancel our show because of uh, you know the governor's uh, request that we don't all congregate at the same time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Well, I mean, Easter's coming up. You know that, but it, I don't think we're gonna. Mm, I will be done before Easter. This is going to run yes, through April true. 9th. That's true. Uh, ooh. I mean, if you want to, we could do indoor shots. Indoor shots, or we could do pollen. Pollen's coming up. And uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do pollen. No. <laughs> People are going to have enough hard, hard enough time breathing, let alone getting close to that stuff. I know. 
Uh, indoor shots. Uh, so, I mean, maybe still life. I was going to say still life. So we did we did still life not too long ago, but we can still do it again. Yeah, still lifes are good. Okay, cool. Still life it is. All right, guys. So uh, go ahead and start pulling out your plants and dust them off and uh, start arranging things on a little table and get out a single light. Let's do some still lifes and uh, see what we can do. <laughs> they don't have to be done with a single light. No, they don't. I'm, you know, I'm being facetious. Barely. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's go ahead i think we have ourselves a show uh let's wrap this thing up uh let's do this do 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 we came we saw we kicked it ass. new hampshire okay <laughs> uh matt let's start with you where can people find you all right, you can uh, follow along with whatever it is I'm doing on Instagram, Dayflash, uh, Flickr, Twitter. Oh, boy. I'm always forgetting one. I don't know. All those places and probably more at M. Hoffman Photo. Awesome. Dave. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram as ProfPod. And on the Facebook group is Dave Potner. Watch your language, young fella. This is a public market. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, where they where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at McMillan Photo, on Twitter, McMillan underscore photo, and Dave Flash at McMillan. And you can find uh, all of us at the Artful Life Photography community. Just look for our names and uh, check out the podcast. It's on artfulipc.com. Awesome. You can find me on Instagram and uh, Day. Is it Day Flash? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, that, that is something at least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and Day Flash by going to Joseph, uh, by using the ha handle Joseph Ferrer. <laughs> that sounded terrible. Oh, well. Uh, moving on. <laughs> You can find links to our show notes, to our uh, Facebook group, and other things by going to tinyshutter.com. All right. Well, gentlemen, uh, keep your family close and uh, and don't, uh, don't sneeze on anybody or let anybody sneeze on you. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Why don't you say goodnight to everybody? Good night, everyone. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. I, I, I thought you were dead. Oh, no, I told you. 
Well, I fibbed a little bit, but don't be mad. Remember, it's better to tell the truth. And that's no lie. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! Barely.